0: Berrigan, then it's with Lockie in, now it's with Parker, now it's away, but Casey Maguire loads it down the back, it's out for Lock Lockie away for Carroll, Carroll in Tate, here's a
1: try, Take goes in, did the corner post go? I don't think so, Brent Tate scores.
2: Uh, just to confirm that twice from Rabs that Brent Tate did score. <laughs> he did. 2006, uh, scoring for the Broncos. Mm,
0: great victory.
2: Geez, they needed him on the weekend, didn't they? Or well, thanks to our mates at Mitre 10 Trade. Brent Tate, uh, welcome to the show. Thank you, mate.
1: Still trying to dissect and get over my emotions of Sunday's grand final, mate. What a game. But how did the Bronx let that go?
2: Well, you know, I heard some criticism today, Tati, um, on the Ben Davis show. In fact, I think you were on the show today. Uh, Benny Davis was saying that they really missed um, Adam Reynolds icing the game. Like, when you're up by 16 points, a player like Adam Reynolds should have iced that game for the Broncos. Do you see it that way as well?
1: Yeah, I guess it's hard to argue that, mate, right? because at the end of the day, I think, you know, the Bronx go and pay Adam Reynolds to come to their club to get them to a grand final and to sort of... And really to to ice those moments, I think. Um, You know, that's wholly and solely the reason they got him there to do that. And look, I'm not putting it all on him by any stretch of the imagination, but, you know, I did say this morning, I would think, you know, that last 20 minutes of Adam Reynolds' game, if he had his moments again, I think he'd do a few things different. So... Um, yeah, a couple, of, a couple of funny ones, mate. Oh, I thought the last tackle play when they went to the Kura, I thought that was a really strange one, and he got tackled. That was probably the first time in that second half I was like, oh, hang on, that that, that was a real momentum shift for me. Um, so I, I think he certainly got that wrong. And then, um, obviously, Panthers, you know, not long after that, just started to find some inroads and, and, and tear them apart. So, yeah, look, mate, It'll be really difficult for a lot of those players to get over. I think um, there'll be a few of them that'll have a have many a sleepless nights around, you know, things they could have done better or moved here when they should have and they didn't, you know, um, all all fish paper now. But certainly, um, you know, I thought his last 20 minutes, by his standards, he'd certainly want them back again, I'd reckon.
0: Yeah, mate, there'll be plenty of, yeah, you're right, sleepless nights, plenty of scar tissue. I, I know you you as, as well as myself, you've probably got moments in games from years gone by where you think, gee, if I'd just done this, or if I'd just done that. But th- this team, Tady, it reminds me a little bit of a, of a Panthers team four years ago. Uh, they got beaten in a, in a grand final by Melbourne. Everyone thought they would win. They got beaten. They've come back and they've won three back-to-back. Has this team got the mental steel to be able to get over that game and move on? Because – that was one that, gee, that uh, really got away. Can they, can they write the shit? Because we've seen teams, you know, they they have these grand final hangovers at times. I mean, look at Parramatta. I mean, they didn't even make the eight this year. Is this team a team that can bounce back? Have they got the culture there? Have they got it right? Where we see them get back on the horse and get themselves back there in in
2: twenty twenty
1: four? So. Uh you know, well, it's a really good point, and I, I haven't thought about it like that at all, but but you're dead right with the, the whole Panthers um, losing that one and then obviously the, the magical run that they've had. But I think there's definitely enough quality within that side. Um, you know, they do lose two really good players in Flegler and Herbie Farnworth, who I mm. think, you know, they're top echelon players and they're really hard to replace. But um, look, mate, it's gonna, at the end of the day, it's going to be up to those individuals and how much they... I, I guess use this as motivation, like the Panthers have done, to, to drive their standards. And I, I think there's definitely enough quality in that side where they'll they'll be in and around, you know, the final next year. But as you know, mate, um, the Panthers are a real anomaly. We haven't seen it for a no. long time. You know, injuries and all that sort of thing. You need so much to go right just to even get there, let alone win one. And um, mate, there, there's certainly going to be some scar tissue because, as you said, there, there's certainly games where you lose and you you go to bed at night and you are thinking, if you just moved here or you just done this, things would be different. But
0: you know what? It it doesn't help. Yeah, no, you're right, mate. So listen, I, there was so much talk about this Broncos attack um, leading into the game, and they and they showed that you know that 20 minute glimpse of you know that second half where you know we saw their attack flourish. But you must have been proud of their defence, particularly in the first half. I mean, Penrith had all the ball, they were attacking the line, and they just wouldn't they wouldn't break.
1: Oh mate, I, I, I thought I hadn't seen a team work as hard as defensively in a long time as what Brisbane did in that first forty minutes. I mean, they were outstanding. The only try they got was that off that dropout. So, uh, and, and mate, you're talking about one of the best teams in the competition, in the Panthers, and have done for a long time of breaking teams down on the edges. And I, I thought their edge defence was excellent. Brisbane, I, I thought both their centres defended really well. You know, there's none better than Nathan Cleary, who can pull a team apart, especially on an edge. Um, and I thought really early on, they the Panthers really tested them, but they they held up on the edges where traditionally the Bronx have been a little bit vulnerable. I thought so. mate, I'm, I'm look obviously really happy for Penrith, really disappointed for Brisbane because I thought there was some really special performances amongst that crew. Um, you know some unsung heroes that, that played really well on a night, but uh, at the end of the day, mate, that Panther side is just it is really just something else. Mm. Yeah,
2: it is. We can't we can't downplay no, that either. I mean, no. the, uh, incredible, incredible performance, a team performance was. from those guys. I mean, Crichton was outstanding was. in the centres. Unlucky
0: not to get the Clive Churchill. Well, I thought.
2: I, I agree with that as well. Mm. Uh, Linu at the front, like it was just one of those performances. I must say though, I must say, the geez, they looked. I don't know whether Cleary's uh, Cleary reminded me of Munster in Game One of State of Origin this yep. year. Just give me the ball yep. in the last 10, 15 minutes. Yep. Do you think Tatey and, and Rat? Do you think um, they look better w- without Luai out there? And and, and this is a guy. <laughs> no, but this is a guy who wants wants a new contract of around about a million bucks a year.
0: Yeah, I, I reckon I reckon they handle handle it okay when he's not. Well, there. well, well, Jack Cog is not going to be there, so they need someone. Mate, oh, uh, Taty, it's they, a breeding ground yeah, for rugby well, league players. Well, I do. Someone... I don't know. I mean, he, they, they were down and out when he came off the field. They were gone. Oh, gone. Yeah. Um, Jack Cogger went on, some fresh legs, you know, probably helped Ivan a little bit, uh, Nathan a little bit. Um, yeah, but look, no, no. I mean, they always an integral part of that team, and he's been a big reason why they've won premierships the last few years. Taddy, back me up here, mate. <laughs>
1: Oh, 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 probably with Rat, mate. But but look, I will say, that last 20 minutes, oh, uh, you could have put me on there, mate. Nathan Cleary would have done that in that last 17 minutes.
0: Um, oh, come on now. Know. Now, yeah, now you're stretching it, Tatey. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you have. Yeah. <laughs> You've well, lost well, any look, respect. Well, I'm trying
2: to give him a I'm trying to put in a
0: context. Yes, yes, you're right. You're right. To... All right. I don't need um, context. Oh,
2: <laughs>
1: no, no. he. But oh, look, mate, it's funny. Oh, you know, the great thing about that performance, of Nathan Cleary, is, mate, mate he wasn't great in that first sixty minutes no. by his standards, you know, like he missed a couple of tech- tackles on Israel, uh Ezra Mam, obviously that led to tries. Um he was in the game, but he wasn't certainly putting any stamp or authority on it, you know. Um and then all of a sudden it was they scored that try and all it it, it just ignited something with him. And um mate, those few big plays far out, like oh. yeah, that that I mean the forty twenty, that was well, as soon as that went over you just knew that
0: Yeah, they were coming on the third tackle
1: they were coming, yeah. They were coming. So um, that's a couple of real key moments. You just thought, oh no, it's not going to happen, but it, and it did.
2: I thought um, Dylan Edwards was outstanding as well. Geez, oh. he had some tough runs too. You know, yeah. the second or third tackle out of, unlike man line. in rugby league, oh, Unluckiest man in rugby. league. Well, speaking of such he's missed out on Kangaroo selection. Uh, any surprises for you today, Tati? And and obviously the big one is is obviously the trail being. Ineligible for selection, or they went and played the knockout comp, yeah, the Curie it. knockout comp competition on the weekend. Um, how the hell is South Sydney approving that for starters, um, and the yeah. knockout competition over representing your country?
1: Yeah, that, that's a real strange one. I mean, you know, playing for Australia is is there's no higher honor as a rugby league player when you when you pull on the green and gold for your country. Um you can you talk about origin, we know how how special that all is, but the green and gold and, and, and that, that that jersey you, you know, should and does mean a lot to a lot of people. So that that's a real funny one. I'm with you. I, I don't know how the clubs um allow that. I mean ma- imagine if uh Luttrell had a season ending injury at a at that carnival, what that would mean to the South's season. So yeah, it's a real surprise that um some of those guys are there, but no, no real surprises, I think, in the Kangaroo side. I, I, I thought uh, KP was probably... Carmen um, Pong was unlucky to miss out. I don't know whether there's a, an issue with his shoulder that needs to be rested or not, but, you know, Dalian Player of the Year, I thought, um, you know, his back end of the year, we know what the, the Knights didn't, and that was off the off the back of, you know, KP. So um, I thought he was really unlucky. Car. I thought, um, was probably lucky to be there as well. Uh, Murray Tulangi missing out from the Cowboys from last year's World Cup, so... But, you know, most mostly, you know, all those guys sort of pick themselves. And it's not as big a squad this year either.
2: But Ado O'Carr was in the World Cup squad. And I think he scored a, a gazillion tries, didn't he, in the World Cup last year. So is that Mal just being loyal?
1: Yeah, possibly. I know, you know, that's one of Mal's greatest attributes as well as, um, you know, being loyal to his players. And when he's done that, he's been, you know, paid back a million times over, especially throughout that origin period. So... Um, yeah, look. At the end of the day, there's you could probably argue why there's a couple there, than a couple aren't. But mate, you know, more more often than not, all those players pick themselves, and there's there's some really unlucky ones. But that's just the way it is.
0: Yeah, I, I think you're right. I, I think um, loyalty is is an important part of playing for Australia. And, and um, you know, I, I was told when I made it, they said it's harder to get out of here than it is to get in. Once you're in. You just keep winning. And, look, they haven't lost. They won the World yep. Cup. Um, you know, Tedesco is, is the um, incumbent captain. Mal said he would honour that role. And, um, you know, Teddy finished the season off pretty well. Yeah, too. he did. So, he did yeah. Um, deserves his spot. But, look, you know, when you look at the fullbacks that we've got on offer, gee, it's um, it's a spot that once it's taken by someone else, I don't think it's going anywhere soon.
2: Yeah. All right, Teddy, uh, what are you going to do now in the off-season?
1: Uh not much, mate. To be honest, it'd be nice to have a bit of a relax. I, I know in about two weeks' time on a Thursday night, I'll be looking for the footy again, and I'll have to wait to the to the next season comes around, mate. It, but uh, look, I'll enjoy the break, mate. But um, yeah, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sundays are going to be a bit bit different, no having no rugby league on.
2: Mm. Hey, I was going to say, what your thoughts on the scheduling, boys, at, at the end of the season for for these test matches? Oh, I. I don't know how the clubs feel about it. You're paying a million bucks for a player. Surely you'd like to have their time off because these blokes won't get back to training till about January. Mm. What's your thoughts, Taddy?
1: Oh, mate, I, I definitely know um, the Cowboys this year and getting their players back late and a whole heap of them from that World Cup last year. You know, they found that really disruptive. Oh, I guess at the end of they could use it as an excuse, but... Um, you know, I know it was really difficult. Some of them come back really late and only sort of had that month, really, to to get ready. And it's a, it's a real balancing act for the player because you, you need, obviously, to have some time off and get away from it. But, um, you know, you've got to keep doing something when you've only got a month of training before you're playing again. So, look, I'm sure the clubs would love it differently. But, again, there's only a certain amount of months in the year and we've got to get these internationals in. They're, you know, they're still really important part of the game. So... Um, yeah, I'm not. I'm not sure what the alternative is, but um, yeah, I know a lot of the clubs. I, I, I would assume wouldn't uh, really appreciate the timing of it.
0: Yeah, you're, you're probably spot on there, Tady, But you're right. It is an important part. You know, developing uh, these Pacific Island nations and their their rugby league. And yeah, it is. Um, I, I think it's going to be. I mean, you, you look at that uh, Samoan site. Oh, is, wow! That is yeah. a football site. Yeah, you wouldn't want to be coming up against those. Nah, but you're going to nah. be sore the next day. That's for sure.
2: Right, our lads. Got to let you go. The local business that values having yours. That's why the trade trust might attend. Tatey, appreciate your time, mate. I want you to do bugger all, uh, but work on your tan over the summer and uh, we'll careful, catch you during careful. the next forty. Season. I reckon
0: you burn easy. <laughs> yeah.
2: And Scotty, mate, Sat- I, I burn under the, I burn under the moon, fellas. <laughs> <laughs> and, and and Scotty Sattler sends his love. He, he's on holidays again this oh, week, mate. Not Can that you believe easy. it? again, okay. yeah.
1: mate, again. is he his life, is one big holiday. I always say to Sats, if I ever come back I want to come back to Scott's Atlas, he's got <laughs> the greatest life Paul all that. Absolutely life. near
2: <laughs> here to that. Sprint Tate, thanks for your time on Sports Day. Thanks, boys.